Greetings, everyone. I hope the universe finds you in good spirits today. This is the Ego Coach Podcast, and I'm your host, Zay. I'm excited to share a few thoughts and questions I had with you today. And for today's topic, I thought we would shake things up a little bit um, in our discussion by going over the four givens of existence within the parameters of the existential philosophical tradition. So, first off, what is existentialism? You've probably heard of a existential crisis or existential angst. Um, simply put, existentialism is a branch of philosophy that looks at the problem of human existence, meaning how humans go about their day-to-day living in their thoughts, actions, and feelings towards reality. Um, There have been many prominent philosophers associated with existentialism, even though several of them probably would hardly consider themselves to be. Topics that are often explored in this philosophy uh, are the conflicting forces within our own existence um, that bring about general anxiety, rebellion, confusion, and uh, even frustration when it comes to identifying meaning in this great big absurd universe. And this is a particularly special topic for me uh, because existentialism, (laughs) can't even say existentialism, actually played a monumental role in my personal development as a human being. It was presented to me in one of my literature classes at a Christian university. And one book in particular, The Myth of Sisyphus by the great Albert Camus, just completely changed my life. In fact, I remember by the time I got into my master's program, which was also a Christian institution, I found myself doubting the road I had taken in becoming a therapist. That was until I stumbled across upon once uh, one of these therapy modalities that was completely derived from existential philosophy, um, in fact called existential psychotherapy, which is something I practice. And that totally renewed my belief in the fact that I was in the right place at the right time, uh, pursuing the right career for me. So um, let's get into it. What are these four givens of existence? Um, These givens are basically the baseline universal and inescapable realities of existing as a human being. So regardless of age, gender, religion, ethnicity, historical context, or any other identifying feature... Every single individual that is alive today has ever lived or that has yet to live will encounter these pillars of human existence. So in this tradition, everything that has to do with our living, such as politics, spirituality, religion, cultural customs, all of these are secondary and surface level pursuits that are uh, derivative Um, in some capacity or another from our existential relationship with these four baseline givens. And these givens are, one, death, two, freedom, 
Three, isolation. And four, meaninglessness. So let's get into them. The first one is death. This is our mortality. This one comes first because it puts a time clock on our existence. It's our greatest limitation, being human, as it is inescapable and the grandest existential threat to our being, our existence. The second one is freedom. This is a given in that all humans possess, at the very least, a small amount of free agency and how they go about navigating through their existence. Um, we can probably get into a whole nother debate on whether free will is real or not. But the reality is the belief in free will is exists. Which, you know, take a moment to think about that. Whether free will in the classic sense that we understand exists, we are free to give weight to the belief that it exists or the belief that it does not exist. The third existential given is isolation. Isolation is a given in that our consciousness is within us, in our mind, and at no point in time uh, are we ever truly without it. We wake up with ourselves, we go to sleep with ourselves, and we are never away from ourselves while we are alive. Another, another big one to think about. Um, the fourth existential given, and this I know is going to probably piss a lot of people off, and that's okay. Like I said, I'm never going to speak with any moral authority on capital T truth. This is all just exploration. But the fourth given is meaninglessness. Um, this is perhaps the most philosophical given out of the four. What is it? Well, absence, the great void, silence, empty space. Though, like I said, many people probably have issue with this one at first glance, as it seems to be a living contradiction to beliefs of spirituality or religious or cultural. Uh, the fact remains that in the backdrop what is in front of us, all around us, is silence. And silence cannot be broken. Um, it can only temporarily be interrupted by waves of sound. It's the space in between our thoughts. Regardless of what sound, what word, or what action we slap on top of it, it will never be conquered or overcome. And you don't need much more proof for this than to sit in the desert um, or take a rocket ship to space. Um, silence is inescapable. So what does it mean to be an existentialist? Um, these four givens to a lot of newcomers to the philosophy, they seem pretty grim. And that's, that's understandable. 
we really... I'll put it this way. As a therapist and life coach and an existentialist, <laughs> I believe that every single issue, and I know that's a grandiose statement, but every single issue is correlated with our subconscious relationship to these pillars of existence. They're inescapable. And yet, whether in the classroom, on the street, on the job, in casual conversations, these topics are rarely brought up. Um, scarily readily, <laughs> rarely brought up. Um, and that's probably why people have a hard time engaging with the givens because we stay busy thinking on all the surface things and we, we don't know why no matter how much we change what we alter in our behavior and our thoughts, actions, we still don't know why we can't find fulfillment. Well, the existential tradition holds immense importance on the value and necessity of personal individual responsibility. In other words, the individual is responsible for creating, not finding, not receiving, but creating their human meaning while alive. As you might see, this, this philosophy does go pretty blatantly against the law of established beliefs out there. Um, I mean, religion at its very core is more collectivist. And, you know, you see that throughout history, that you see it today. Um, it's a very tribalistic endeavor. Um, and I'm not going to ascribe a moral failure or, you know, compliment either way to tribalism. It is part of what's being human to a degree. Um, but maybe instead of avoiding these massive existential and inescapable givens, we can learn to have a relationship with them. For instance, death is the natural contrast to life. Therefore, it serves as a prime motivator to do anything. And think about it. If you knew you were going to live forever, what would there be to do? Um, would you spend time with people? Or would you tell yourself like, oh, I literally have all the time in the world. I can... If I don't spend time with people now, I can do it in another 200 years. There, there'd be no motivation, no premise to do anything. Free will, um, as we said earlier, is a cornerstone in creating meaning, um, particularly a meaningful life. And we might ask ourselves, what is choice? And what is conditioning? What is something that you believe in? What is something you were taught to believe in? 
Do you believe in it because you actually believe in it? Or does a part of you need to believe in it for a desired outcome? It's an immense power. Probably the most important one that we have as humans. Probably, arguably, what makes us human. Take isolation, the third existential given. Isolation is necessary for self-differentiation and individuality. I know I, isolation in our culture has been seen as a negative for a lot of people. People are afraid of dying alone. Well, being alone is necessary in order to join with other people. If you weren't an individual, if you weren't isolated within the parameters of your own mind, you wouldn't have your own mind. You wouldn't be able to connect. You'd just be one and non-differentiated from the next. Isolation really is what makes individuality possible. And finally, meaninglessness. Well, I'm just going to give my own opinion on this one. As much as meaninglessness is seen as an existential terror to a lot of humans, and for several people, a reason for wanting out of life, for, you know, for not doing it anymore, not participating. But I see meaninglessness as the necessary blank canvas upon which it becomes possible for an individual to paint with their own colors and to create their own meaning. As much as silence might be scary to our egos as we look for reassurance in this absurd existence, um, silence is the reason music is possible and as a musician this speaks very this speaks volumes to me um if life had a pre-designed meaning you would have no say in it you would have no say in creating your own you'd have to adopt the meaning that life brought you into and predetermine you would live your existence upon. As always, I like to end the episode with a couple of practical questions. Um, one of them is, how is your relationship with death? Something you avoid? Something that you have a lot of experience in? Um... Do you want to have the same relationship with death for the rest of your life as you have up until now? Has that perspective been serving you? How do you, your present issues relate to the four givens of existence? If you really dig deep beyond the, the career, beyond the finances, beyond the relationships... What are all of those things piled upon? And finally, what feelings do you notice when you address these givens? Depression, anxiety, nervousness, excitement? 
What if you could really go to the core of what it means to be human? Do you think it'd be possible that you'd be able to make a more holistic, solid, comprehensive decision about how you want to live this finite life you have on Earth? Thank you so much for listening. If you or someone you know could benefit from life coaching services, maybe you're going through a life transition or just want to make some improvements and see growth in your existence in any capacity, um, feel free to shoot me a message at egocoachllc at gmail.com and I'd be happy to offer you a 15-minute free consultation and uh, see if we might be able to be a good fit. All right, may the universe be with you.